1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The
2: first four hours were simply in a moose bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want dessert? Not for me. I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Got something to get off my chest here. Two things to get off my chest well, here. Well, what start. a
3: great time to do it, to lead off the podcast. This will be a lot of fun and excitement for all. Go ahead, Kenny. Do you
2: agree with me about wanting to get the suspension out of the way? Do you believe that there is a suspension yes, coming down? I yes. absolutely
3: think. And so you, I'd be stunned if there's no suspension. And you would
2: rather get it out of the way? Oh yeah! If they could how? start,
3: if they could start the season with a suspension, that would be the best for the Browns.
2: I want you to record this and play this tomorrow yeah. on the radio. Yeah, we record the whole show. thing and then thank we thank you it up very on the much. Mm-hmm. Why didn't works. you say that this morning? You had four hours to say you never did. What do you mean? I think uh, I've I've I feel I've talked like a, about that. I feel like in depth before. I, f- I feel like Doctor Claw and Inspector Gadget, where you always find a way to k- to get out of my grasp because I didn't realize. I usually am arguing against you and mm-hmm. it's an adversarial situation. You just set mm-hmm. me up and you I don't think you knew fans were gonna feel as passionately as they did. I didn't think yeah. I think the fans flip-flopped today. Well I thought it was I, interesting. Think they flip-flopped.
3: I thought it was very interesting to hear their perspective on a day like today. Yeah. Sometimes it's best to just sit back and really take it all in. Absorb the opinions of Northeast Ohio, truly be a voice of the fans. We are called ninety two three the fans. So for the ninety two or ninety-three fans that listen to us. I thought it was important to hear what important. they had to say.
2: It is important, but you disagreed with them, and you didn't back me up on anything. You Just let me die. Well, I,
3: I thought you were a big boy; you could handle it. Uh, did I
2: handle it? Uh,
3: unfortunately, you self destructed there for a good ninety minutes.
2: How did I self destruct? Yeah, I'd like
3: laughing. to hear yeah, more. A, I'd a love lot of to hear more. Anthony. and flailing away and battle mode. And I, I was now, in battle mode. Now I find that I find that more entertaining. I think that is way better. I mean, to have four straight callers rip you, that just doesn't happen. Normally, I, I mean, I have to Venmo friends to call in to try to argue with you. This was free of charge. This was a thing of beauty. So anytime I can get uh, that kind of derision for from the fans to you, the host, uh, I'll sign up for that every time. I
2: don't like it. I want you to tell the truth instead of all the other stuff. I mean that. I want you to to, to mm. get that sentence down, Owen, okay? Because there were a lot of people who yeah, were we coming Yeah, we record everything. Yeah. But either way, you know, the, the show's the show. It's all recorded. So anyway, I got another <laughs> thing I got to get off my chest for you. Buddy. And I, I don't know how long this is going to go, because I might have to take you out in the middle of the woods here, which sounds like I'm going to go kill you, but oh. I'm not. Um, It just the was a term chipper. for, like, the Blair Witch Project. Okay. That's your friend and the wood chipper there. So <laughs> you know I am a Earnhardt file? Yeah. Is that the proper way to say it? I'm yeah, a, I'm sure. I'm a lover of Dale Earnhardt. I said to somebody on Twitter yesterday, so we had – um. Like the May the Fourth be with you thing was going on, and I go let let people have their Star Wars thing, right? Because some people, and I go, some about nerds got brought up. I go, guys, we're all nerds for something. Some of us just don't, we haven't found it yet. We're all nerds for something. Let's not dump on what people like, except for that thing where the grown men wear diapers. That's weird. Probably need some help. That's a real thing. Oh yeah, there's a former producer who one day during the break goes, "You never heard about this?" I go. No, and he exposed me to it, and I wish I never got exposed to it. I've been to all corners of the internet now officially. I thought I've been on the dark web, I've seen things I can never I can never forget, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Grown men. And I mean talking to to each other, it's a fetish. It's the weirdest fetish ever. Mm-hmm. That I'll never understand. But everybody else likes their thing. So Yeah, there's the
3: Mean Girls Day, October yeah, 3rd. Yeah. It's like a day for everything.
2: It's like you have your thing. Like I'm not into the Met Gala. You like the Met Gala? A hmm. gala? Go ahead and enjoy the Met Gala. I don't care about the Kardashians. You care about the Kardashians? That's cool, man. We all have to We all have to pass the time somewhere. Yeah, but we can goof on we just clicking every, off the laps can, of life here. You might as well enjoy some we of it. But we can still have fun goofing on everything. I mean, there's, there's, oh, I, there's I, nothing make, wrong with but goofing on we things. we can make fun of it. Yeah. We can make fun of it. But we also have to understand, like, hey, you like it, you like it. No big deal. It's just the people who, okay. who you know, they hear it, they don't like it. Anyway. So, I am a huge fan of Dale Earnhardt, a lover of Dale Earnhardt, and been one since I was a small child. And I'm going to show you a tweet here. And this is from someone named Kyle Sykes, who does uh, the designs for the car wraps on Team Track House cars. Okay? Do you understand what a car wrap is? Yeah. They used to paint them. Now they just make big wraps and they. Heat them up and stick mm. them to the car, and it looks—they look great, and it saves you a lot of time and energy. and It's shrinky that
4: stuff. dinks for cars. Thank
2: right? you very much. Yeah, and Trackhouse is known for having. Wa- Trackhouse is part owned by Pitbull, the music, the musician, and Mr. Three. And so they're known for having very eye-popping colors. Very, uh, they, they 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 take your eyes to it. And now they're a very successful team. They won two races this year, with Ross Chastain and the Watermelon Farmer. And they bought Chip Ganassi Racing. That's how they are Team track House. And Chip Ganassi Racing was the team that once merged with Dale Earnhardt Incorporated and then full-on bought out Dale Earnhardt Incorporated. But you see, when it comes to intellectual property, IP, there are certain things that are still trademarked and heavily looked after. Now, I want to show you this because this was a picture by Kyle Sykes. Can you see this here? And he has an emoji with a non – there's no there's no mouth to the emoji face. It's just like kind of wide-eyed, yellow-faced mm-hmm. emoji. And it says, number edit. And they had to put a thing in the number. And I said, those who know, know, and I kind of want to talk about this. And I, I've tried to be – and I think I'm going to continue to be respectful about it. The reason they had to do this, I gave you the entire background of this, is because – Dale Earnhardt, the late great one, his wife, still owns the copyright to this number font from old DI cars. Number one was originally a car of Steve Park, a Pennzoil Chevy that was owned by Dale Earnhardt Incorporated. And so while they don't own the numbers, NASCAR owns the numbers. You get the number from NASCAR. Okay. You can own the font. You can copyright the font of the number. So if you have a certain three, no one else can use the three. That's why, like... Um,
3: not just the font, yeah,
2: the number, so like, both like of them combined. If you see Austin Dillon's number three, Dale Earnhardt does not own... Or, excuse me, Dale Earnhardt, or his, his, I guess you would call it his estate, does not own the copyright to that number three, that font of number three. Richard Childress Racing would own that, and that's considered an intellectual property because it's out there for the open for everybody to see. It's an idea, right? This is... Am I boring you? Probably. Well, where's this going? We're going to a very litigious place. Yeah. So the reason this is, and this is one of the inside things that NASCAR likes to do this. NASCAR teams, people involved in NASCAR, and especially NASCAR fans, love to go find little Easter eggs. Because the reason this font was changed before any of us knew about it is because there was a cease and desist done by the wife wife, of the late, great one Dale Earnhardt. Her name is Teresa Earnhardt, and she has drawn the ire of many fans. So it never came out publicly, but that's the Easter egg that was
3: found, that everyone's like, wait a second, why would this be different? That's not the way things are supposed
2: to be. Yes.
3: And so now people are coming down on her. They're not happy with her. They were hoping that, what, that would be the same font and number combination that 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 tradition would live on?
2: Uh, as far as what again? Well, I'm just sorry? that
3: it would, that the fact that it got disrupted, Well, that's driving people crazy and they think she's gone too far? Trying many to protect...
2: Fans, well, it's, it's not just that number. This has been going on for a long period of time. And and at first, she was kind of the champion of everything because she stopped media outlets from finding the autopsy photos or being able to publish the autopsy photos or the internet being able to publish autopsy photos or release them of her husband. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanted that to happen because...
3: Nobody? You want to rem- Speak for yourself. You want
2: to remember Dale Earnhardt for one thing. Okay. Okay. You want to remember him. And w- Excuse me. You want to remember him in one way. Yeah. I remember him one way. Well, that, you might not remember him the same way. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> so, I have for a long time, and there's been a lot of things that I felt have been petty, and that's what this comes down to. This is pettiness. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: For sure. Um, At the highest and, order. And,
2: and, but then... She will say no. It's an intellectual property. It's it's copyrighted. It's copyrighted material, and you have infringed upon that. Even Man. though, even though the team, she's no longer involved. She hasn't been involved for a long time, and people blame her for the demise of Dale D-Learn, Earnhardt Incorporated. And I would probably agree. She, mm-hmm. she, but I I try I've tried to be understanding for so long. I'm gonna swerve a couple of NASCAR fans here because I said I I tweeted. I'm like, you know what? I've been kind of sitting on this for a long time i got to get this off my chest. I listen to Dale Earnhardt every week. Dale Earnhardt Jr. every week. And I've listened to interview after interview with his family. And I respect their stance. I still have it in my head. I want to hear the other side. If I were Dale Earnhardt Jr. And and you were not my biological mother. She is not. Okay? That's his stepmother at that time. So the, the wicked stepmother plays into this. Right? Right. I would be a very upset. There's been things kept from him that were in his father's estate that maybe he or his older brother or his sister should have access to that they've been kept away from. Racing suits, certain rooms of the home wow. that have had things, homes, things like that. And in fact...
3: They had them sealed off?
2: <laughs> Carrier Earnhardt is a... Uh, Carrier Earnhardt, his oldest son, is a home builder. Now, this is how crazy it's gotten. His homes are known as the Earnhardt Collection. He has been taken to court over the Earnhardt Collection because of the last name by her, by her and her lawyers, because he's profiting off the last name that is his last name. Mm -hmm. You understand this? The name the Canapolis Intimidators had to be changed. Intimidators is a... Or Intimidator is a copyrighted trademark with that likeness that is owned by her. I don't know if they tried to come to an agreement. There was an agreement for like 20 years. They couldn't come to an agreement. They had to change the name of the minor league baseball team in Kannapolis, North Carolina. (laughs) And Dale Earnhardt Jr. was public about his disapproval, that his disappointment in that. And I have stood idly by, because this is where I have a problem
3: oh now you're gonna do something or about it not a pro- no. you're, you're you're not taking this sitting down any I'm, longer no I just want to run by you Coming for you Teresa. a lot yeah. of
2: fans a lot of fans really dislike her and i you might want to use the h word I mean they really mm-hmm. really strongly dislike her I've tried to be as understanding as possible because I'm thinking if my wife were a famous person and died mm-hmm. would I be there in a tragic fashion would I be very Defensive of things that involve her. I would. Yeah, I, I think would. you would. Absolutely. I, I think there Especially are things... if
3: someone comes, somebody's yeah. trying to monetize uh, and, that or seize intellectual
2: property. And, and I also think that I would change. I've, I've said this a bunch, that I've actually never said it. Someone asked me, I was talking to Jeff Phelps one day. It wasn't even someone who was Jeff. Mm-hmm. And, they were talking. Somebody was. They were on air talking about losing your family, losing your loved one, your wife, or something like that. And
3: why he was for it? No, oh. and, I,
2: and I said, I said, you know, if that ever He's happened to me, a big anti-wife guy. I was sitting there. and I said, if that ever happened to me, I'd stop doing this. Now this is before my kids. Mm-hmm. I said, if 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 my wife ever passed away, I'd stop doing this. I'd walk away from it and, and go move to a house in the woods. Now I wouldn't now because I have kids. And they need to be supported some way, somehow. So I try to find a way through. But I, I don't know if I could be happy anymore. You have to be happy to be on the air to do this publicly, right? And I thought I've thought about that many times. If my wife were to pass, it would change me completely for the rest of my life. I would no longer be the person you see in front of you, and I don't know if I could be the gregarious individual that you see in front of me, in front of you. So I, I've, I've thought about this many times when people rip on Teresa Earnhardt, and I think I can't imagine she'd be the same way if her husband passes i can't imagine she would be open and loving towards I, I would change if i would change why wouldn't she change and go to a dark i assume she went to a very dark place i don't know why wouldn't i do the same so i, I do i try to be understanding but any i other, love Dale Earnhardt and what? i i love Dale Earnhardt Jr and you know i'm a fan of the family and but i'm but i'm also going Dale Earnhardt if i love him he loved her So what happened? What do the fans? Did she have him completely snowballed for twenty years? If the fans
3: could wave a wand, I don't think so. What do they want from her? What could she have done that they would approve of? That they would
2: want? They would want Dale Earnhardt to have Dale Earnhardt Jr. to have basically anything he wants. Is what it is. They love Dale Earnhardt Jr. I love Dale Earnhardt Jr. And if I could, I'd just say, you know what? I really want you two to get along. And you don't get along. And I wish you would have stepped away from DEI if, 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 as a race fan. I wish you would have stepped away from DEI, let somebody run it who knows what they were doing, and get yourself taken care of first, because I've heard a many, I've heard enough stories on the record publicly from different NASCAR people mm-hmm. on shows, podcasts, interviews. Ty Norris, for crying out loud. Has to, you don't know who that is, but Not I do. Ty Norris. Has talked about this. It's a big, big mm-hmm. deal. And it's like just let Dale have his, um, his birthright. Let let Dale Junior have his birthright. Let like Carrie. Let, let Kelly. Let their daughter that they had together have. I mean, this is a big this is a big deal, and I understand it's a blended family, but you can't do this. Now I've been, my father was technically through that, not me. Where his father lost his wife, and they were cool for about a month until the wife was in the ground, and then it, they tried to make a very ugly, yep. ugly to do. Of the de- of the death proceedings, my father was married to her for 20 years, and they tried to say, well, he only married her for Your money. Your grandfather. Yeah, excuse me. My grandfather was married to the woman for 20 years. She was a wonderful woman. I say the woman. I'm just saying for the statement. My, I knew her as grandma, and it became a ve- it, they tried to make it a very ugly thing, and they thought my dad was going to fight tooth and nail. My dad was just like, hmm. whatever. I'm not going to court. We're not doing this. And so they made a very ugly thing gearing up for the fight, and my dad's like, I'm not interested in your court fight. You've just made a very public ass of yourself, and that's it. So being through that and seeing that, there's a little bit of like sympathy for both sides, and I'm trying to find where I stand because I don't want to just rip a person I don't even know like that.
3: Oh, that's what we do all the time. If I were to ask you now, so Dale Earnhardt,
4: um, Owen's got some. He's got to get oh, off go his ahead. chest. Well, no, I just, I, right after you, just uh, being a step parent. Right? Okay, yeah, so, well, that's a great. Point. So yeah, yeah. I have three kids that were n- that are not my birth children, right? But they live with me twenty four seven. Yeah, you just together. don't like them as much as the right, other ones. But we do. I do make them mop hands and knees. <laughs> they have to do all that. They fold the, the laundry with the birds. It's crazy. But
3: I can't <laughs> imagine. I can't imagine that dynamic playing out every single day, well, knowing that you have three of yours. You have three others. You want to care for them and the way you talk about them. Owen, is that you do care for them equally? Yeah, you
4: pay for all their crap,
3: man. and you pay for all the crap, which is all that they really care about at this stage of their life. But that stuff, that stuff will you'll be paying the piper for that years down right. the road. When we talk about psychological uh, trauma and how all of that plays. Well, Try in. to inflict that too. Yes, yeah, so course. I find that fascinating. That is that a delicate balancing act for you or does it just come natural or do you go out of your way and then if you do go out of your way to maybe show some love and affection does does that get seen do do people take inventory of that
4: yeah i mean most people don't even know that my stepchildren are my stepchildren right right they all assume that they're my kids and then the first time that they see their last name it's not my last name. They're like, wait a minute, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, what
3: kind of fishy one, nonsense yeah. is this? But
4: no, I just, from the Earnhardt thing, I think if it was... I understand, you know, the lawsuits with the minor league comp- uh, mm-hmm. baseball teams and the not profiting off of that, but I don't <laughs> know if I was in the same position and it was my wife who was gone that I could keep it from my stepchildren and be like, look, you can't. You don't get any of this. Sorry. I mean... Maybe they didn't have a great relationship beforehand. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know how anybody could do that. I don't see how wow. anybody could do that. Um, when you're in a parenting uh, role, whether you're the birth parent or not, mm-hmm. if you spend any time parenting that person, I think your heart changes a little bit. What more. if you were
2: already? In it, what if they were already adults? Yeah, I don't know because I'm not. I've never been there.
4: I'm I just see
2: wondering. what you're saying though. Yeah, there, there's
3: there's a built-in. Street cred that, that now
2: develops. Like, how can you... I think that she was with him. And I understand that it was not under the best circumstances that right. Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s mother now, separated. But does she have it in her heart that it she's going to screw up the family that be, for 20 years? That could be another thing, though. Uh, women like to
4: do that with each other whenever there's been a shared spouse that it doesn't matter that that at some point you look at the child even if they're an adult and you still see the other the woman that came before you you know and you see that what you've only heard negative about that person right yeah because you're married to their to their ex also
3: also oh and she she it's here's what comes up especially anytime we talk about divorce cases uh we talk about the, the rights of the separated parents, ultimately divorced parents. Everybody takes a side, and the majority of guys take the guy's side. The majority of women take the women's side. It's like tribal, just like political. And again, they love Dale Earnhardt. How many times did she take home the checkered flag? How many times did she do something special that tugs at the heartstrings or nostalgia or any of that? So obviously, she's already... She's already in the doghouse with the fans just based on that, and then you have the 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 factor that you know we we have to be honest we we know firsthand talking about athletes and anytime athletes' wives start tweeting uh how how do most of the diehard fans take that uh what do they think about you know the spouses yeah what do they think about those situations and then the average fan thinks that any women that come out of the scene with their favorite athlete, they immediately think gold digger. Like, I hate I hate that the, the these, these stereotypes are out there, but they're out there right. for a reason. They, they, exist. they, they come from yes. some truth. And then, you know, you're left on social media. Now you're seeing these are real people now. Back in those days, I don't know, you tell me, back in those days, Ken, how often are the spouses of NASCAR brought up in the 70s, and the 80s, and the 90s. Maybe late 90s, they started to become wags, right? Mm-hmm. Just like soccer and football and basketball. That became a thing. That became a new obsession about here, Americans overseas in Europe. That became a really big obsession. Like, who are these people that are dating and married to our favorite athletes? But how was that in NASCAR? What? W- was well, that was
2: because that- Dale Earnhardt died on the track and he died he, he he was at the tail people say he died in his prime he was definitely at the tail end of his mm-hmm. career uh they How old was he? If he was 49. That's all. Um yeah, he Holy. would be he was he would be 71 uh today. Uh, his birthday was April 29th. Uh there is a again he died in a he died in the most famous race. It wasn't like he, it, you and he died on the track for crying mm-hmm. out loud. And there is a feeling of when when a person leaves like that and they mean so much to a sport, there is a feeling like they have ownership. And I think that's the way a lot of NASCAR fans feel. And I think in it, to, its, to NASCAR's own... Can you imagine that? Like watching your idol? Can you imagine yeah. all our
3: fans well, no, but... watching Joe Rogan just pass away during his four-hour podcast with Ben Shapiro? Can you imagine how that would hit them emotionally? And how that would mess with their psyche.
2: They feel ownership of that. They feel ownership of the moment. And and I think it's been to the detriment of NASCAR at some degree, where a lot of their core fans haven't been able to move on. Now, NASCAR's made a lot of mistakes in their own right in terms of, we need to be in this market, we need to be in that market, and I think they overdid it.
3: You say NASCAR. Wasn't it just for the longest time one guy, one family running it?
2: Still technically that way.
3: Uh what was his name? Bill,
2: Bill France. France. Yeah. It was Bill France Sr., then Bill France Jr., then Brian France, and Brian France mm. had a couple of problems, and then they... Uh, <laughs> they was, technically, it's still owned by the France family, but it's uh, Steve Phelps who runs things, and he does some really good things, and he's done a couple of things that I would criticize, but I think he's done a pretty much a, a really good job with, with NASCAR. Now, we've had these discussions before. I, I wonder what the future is. I think they have to move with the times. I like the new car, but there's still a segment of fan that... In their eye, even though NASCAR was its highest rated, its highest rated year, I think on television was 05. So this is four years after he died. '05, um, I was watching. Either those. way,
3: we were watching those at Ohio State. Yeah, I knew nothing about NASCAR, yeah. but I was with a group of ten other guys watching every race.
2: Either way, I think that there's a lot of people who just they didn't get over it, and they had a problem with it because he's just no longer here. Yeah. He's never coming back. And so they're upset that NASCAR isn't what it used to be. Well, there's a lot of things that NASCAR can't be anymore. And there's a lot of things that I don't think that NASCAR would want to be anymore. Like, you could have a couple of events, a throwback event at what looks... If you want to paint a nice track... As a fairground, go right on ahead and do it. You can't hold NASCAR events at a freaking fairgrounds anymore the way you did where Richmond was. You can't do that. It was a fairgrounds. It's like if you go to Stark County Fairgrounds and you see the horse track and you go, "Your race cars on here. That's what they did. Yeah. And they raced sanctioned big events there. You can't do that. Now you don't have the, they don't have the infrastructure. They need to
3: go back to the beach.
2: Like, they're going to they're gonna redo North Wilkesboro, and that's great, but they're going to completely redo North Wilkesboro, and there's going to be some people who are upset because they, they got rid of a lot of the heart and stuff at Wilkesboro. That's what happens. It's still in the same place. It still brings a lot of things back because you're not going to make everybody happy. But there's a lot of people, they just insist on living in the past. And the past, at times, was great. And at the past, at times, just couldn't wake up with what it is in 2022. And a lot of that does have to do with Dale Earnhardt's death. So I I just I know she's pro- probably the biggest villain in motorsports. <laughs> we need she more. She really is. We need more villains. She really is the biggest villain in motorsports. What about Boris Sed's wife? She's not. No in, idea.
4: She's not stealing catalytic converters. is she?
2: No, not yet. Uh, do they have catalytic converters? Boy, that would be a great that that would be a great storyline. But either way, ratings are up. Reaction is up. People like it, but it's going to take a minute. And I do, I do think that there was a great. If I'm doing a podcast here, I know it's not an Odyssey thing, or if we they, po- or if
3: they, just the night for the race. If all those cars were like parked in Tremont and they get broken into, oh,
2: there's a great video by Donut Media about the past and future of NASCAR and where, where why NASCAR has struggled and where NASCAR is good. It's very good. It just came out. Does it talk about the Biffles? No, Biffle to Biffle to the meat and a Biff sandwich uh, about its struggles and why because I, I think that a lot of NASCAR drivers have become too wooden and laconic. That's why I kind of like Noah Gregson now. Well, wait a second. And I've I've liked Noah Gregson oh, yeah. almost from the beginning, and I well, shouldn't like I should like not Gregson. like Noah Gregson. What,
3: T- Tony Stewart was an entertainer. Tony Stewart
2: hasn't raced in a few years. <laughs> what about? He's been retired. He's a who was now. the He's one? Who
3: was the one that climbed the fence after his
2: wins? That was Helio Castroneves. That was in the okay.
3: Who was the one that drank the milk? After the Indianapolis 500
2: driver, that was the IndyCars. cars. <laughs> That's what those were. You ass.
3: Who's the one that did the backflip? Carl Edwards.
2: That was Carl Edwards. He's,
3: and he's not that guy, entertaining? He
2: might as well be D.B. Cooper. You can't find that guy. What happened to him? He, is, he doesn't want to be bothered. He's disappeared mm. off, the, off the face of the earth.
3: What about uh, the, the, the guy that uh, raced the great DuPont car? Jeff Gordon. Where's Jeff Gordon? He was
2: in the booth. He was doing a great job. And now he's basically he's the next in line to take over Hendrick Motorsports. So he's wow. like working with Hendrick Motorsports. Wow. Wow. What about we follow th- each other on Twitter. I should say, the person who yeah, works his account. Twitter and I follow each but other like on Twitter. Just like whoever runs the Big Ben account. <laughs>
3: uh, Deshaun Watson went on a blocking spree, and we should be talking about if you're going to rip Baker Mayfield... For blocking members of the media and fans, oh, which he oh. did do. Why are we not ripping Deshaun Watson? Well, you'll do who, this on the
2: podcast. Who, you won't do this on the who, show. Who a, no, it just came to me. Let's I never. Go, let's go big guts. Because I
3: don't write anything down. I should have written this down. should have wrote this down. Uh, it do, it. do we have an issue with this? Josh Dobbs ain't blocking anybody. Also not completing any passes. But he's not blocking anybody.
2: I'm
3: sorry. So is this something uh, that starts to concern you? I was surprised he did it, to be honest. I was surprised that he was paying any attention, or whoever's running Deshaun Watson's account, I was surprised they were paying any attention to social media because I can't imagine the tweets, if they are actively looking at social media, can you imagine if you just type in the at and you do a search of Deshaun Watson, the type of responses, if they are even one one millionth of what I've gotten from Ravens fans over the last two days, over... That stuff about their kicker, which again, ah, uh,
2: we shouldn't have talked about a race. That you wanted to talk about the Baltimore no, thing. No, I didn't. No, I, I'm, I'm just another I'm just, victory lap for Anthony Lima.
3: Yeah, well, I'll tell you, we did, uh, we did get a confirmation today. What? That it's a, a brewing storyline. That's a developing storyline from Bob Haney.
2: It is something. We're brought to you by Extend xtenda dot It's something that you would have to talk about. He's the best kicker in the game, right? No one would ever think of moving on from Justin Tucker. What if he just decided? I mean, How again, great! You can't would stop it us from saying be? "what if." You yeah. can't ask. I, Sports Talk like, Radio. Ravens fans don't want us to ask "what if." I'll ask "what if" all day. What no. if he decided to sit? What would you do?
3: Well, I think a lot of Ravens fans are starting to feel guilty. They're starting to feel oh, guilty. They are because they're seeing that he's tell they're, me they're, more. When your favorite player is getting taken advantage of, just like Jose Ramirez, there are fans going. Why there are fans going? He he left fifty to hundred million dollars on the table. The hell is What the hell is Jose doing? They're glad he stayed. They're glad they sta- he stayed, but they're like, man, I, I almost feel bad for this guy who's worth probably $100 million who is missing out on another $100 million. Uh, I, I think the Ravens fans are starting to show that they know. They know deep down inside that if the rubber ever met the road and their Hall of Famer wanted to start exercising his leverage, well, by golly, they could do that and he could do that. So it's just something that they've uh, they've got to go to bed at night and they have to look themselves in the mirror and truly start to think about how they've taken advantage of a Hall of Famer. And it's sad. I mean, it really is sad it when is. it gets down to it. I mean, we put up a billboard for 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 a guy who, you know, should have Hall of Fame consideration. He'll never get there. For Josh Cribs, who has an Emmy award-winning show here in Cleveland, Ohio. Him and his wife, they you do a fantastic job. Yes. I
2: want to win an Emmy. Yeah.
3: Well, you, well here's what you have to do, Kenny. Uh little-known secret about Emmys. What? Uh, you just have to nominate yourself, and you just have to pay the fees associated with nominating yourself. Uh, this station, our radio station, we have uh, our radio version of the Emmy, and uh, we've had opportunities. We just haven't done that because it costs money. Uh, but anytime anybody talks about all their Emmys, it's because they, they actually pay to submit their work for an Emmy. You can only, You can only be under consideration for an Emmy if you submit your work for an Emmy. Eventually, you'll that's, win one. That's interesting. If you do it every year, eventually, you'll win one. It doesn't matter how good you are or how so bad you are. So, if I
2: win an Emmy, you'll, you won't you will care at all. You'll just say, well... Oh, whatever.
3: we'll celebrate it. We'll celebrate it will for we? sure.
2: Will we? Yes.
3: Yeah, we'll do a fake thing. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, we'll do a fake thing. We're going to fake things.
2: I don't want to turn into me kissing my own ass, though. I don't want that to well, but that I mean, it's it, Well, then you're
3: not going to last know. long in this business. Because everybody in television... The pressure is on. If you can't put in your Twitter handle uh, that you have at least three Emmys.
4: Well, you got to get doing? multiple. That way you can put the number X Emmys. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, people are putting them in their, in their in their Zoom
4: it. backdrops. You They're have Emmys? to show
3: your Emmy. And the joke of it is, just look at the people who've won the Emmys. <laughs> I mean, I mean,
2: just look at just look at them. You just got to look at them. They just go,
3: really? I'm
2: walking around the car here. Really? I noticed. I you? Joined. I didn't do sports. So that's what you want me to win. You're going so to have go to get one to glue
4: one on the hood of the Ram. You now that know. would be great. Can I, you can get a custom job on I that. Can ask
2: you a legitimate question here? Go ahead. Why did so many people apologize to me? Because I was leaving and they're like, sorry, you couldn't do the sports can. Sorry. Sorry about that. You know, it's, <laughs> and I'm like, well, there's bad Talking weather out there. The weather Why day? do people? And I started to think about this over the last couple of days because I didn't do TV yesterday. Is, are there people who get upset about that? Oh, oh, I, got, I, I guess I, I got, quote unquote, I, bumped for weather. Do people get upset about this type of thing?
3: Um, Boy, weirdos do. I'll never understand that. Anytime I got bumped, I'm not, smaller market TV, anytime it's happened here in Cleveland, it's a celebratory day. It means I get to leave and skip out and go get dinner. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, something more than that. A companion. <laughs> yeah, Companionship. Man. Hey, you know, back in the old days, we heard all those great stories about some of the all-time greats, Ted Henry and others. Whoa. What? Whoa. Hey, what?
2: Reckless what? speculation.
3: Boo, 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 uh, boo. But anytime you get to do less work, I mean, the minute, that we hear uh, an EMS test on the radio. I mean, I start celebrating. I take a thirty second. I take a thirty-second vacation.
2: Oh, it is
3: pleasurable. It. And hey, those are just the fake ones. You get a real one like, yeah, I am not I'm not for uh, necessarily a tornado touching oh, down in Huron County. But if it does happen and we gotta let the people know about it and it's ten less minutes of work I gotta do. Who is but upset you're about, about, you're that about the besides the big people boy. of Huron County? The
4: big boy, the solid gold flash flood warning in the following counties. Yeah. And you get 17 yeah. different Not, counties. Look, I feel
3: this, for yeah. the people in the flood zone. I do know now that I'm in the home ownership business that uh you so know, you, you do have the know opportunity. That 100 years, man. You do have the opportunity to insure uh, such valuables, but I, I you know, if I have to miss out on time because we need to inform the public and do a public service, then we got to do that. Who am I going to be to step in the way with my sports talk and have a big topic about who we're paying and how we're gonna how we're gonna take care of the salary cap? Like, no, we have to inform the viewers. I would assume.
2: I would assume so.
3: We're doing the right thing, so no, don't let that get you down. Don't ever. Just don't be the egomaniac like I've seen. I'll name names. There was a guy in D.C. His name was Brett Haber. Used to be on SportsCenter. He's now on the Tennis Channel. He's one of the most. He's one of the most talented sports dudes I've ever seen. Why is he on the tennis channel, you ask? Why has he been banished from cable TV over the years? It's because the man was very proud of his sports reports. And when he was denied his sports reports or of his sports reports uh, by, by no bad intentions by anybody necessarily, but because there was a mistake, my goodness, my buddy was an intern for him and made some mistakes. Those were some dark days in the newsroom in Washington, D.C. Oh, would he yell at him?
2: Yeah.
3: Or would he take out all the frustrations of his life on that intern over the span of five minutes and undress that oh uh, individual verbally in front of a newsroom? Might that have happened three or four times in a matter of two months? May he have told that intern that you don't belong in this business. I worked on SportsCenter. I have Emmys. Might that have happened a few times? From the great Were Mr. Were you the Haber. intern? I was not. Oh, no, that the, would have been a great oh, ending yeah. to the
2: podcast.
3: No, no. My, oh, my God. My buddy Justin, who lives in Muhammad, Illinois, and runs a bar.
2: What's and the bar's name? Shout I, out to the bar. Christ. Can't be that many bars in Muhammad, Illinois. No, it's well, Muhammad Gandhi's.
3: It is right next to... Get out of here. Get it's the right, hell out of it's here. It's right, right next to Champaign, Illinois, home of the great Doug Deacon.
2: Uh, Doug is not from Champaign, Illinois. He's from Streeter, Illinois. He went to school school in Champaign.
3: Where the University of Illinois is. Well, Doug Deacon would certainly know where Muhammad is.
2: Okay. Well, Do you want to call Doug right now and ask him? No. Okay. You can. He might pick up. Might not. He didn't retire from taking phone calls. Yeah, he didn't retire from that. Didn't retire from correcting you on where he's from either.
3: Here's the real question. Is Doug Deacon going to be going to Browns football games this year?
2: He has those season tickets. Yeah, he's had season tickets for 50 years that he doesn't use. I think he's given them to family. And
4: so well, like yeah, yeah, I imagine so. But he's never actually no, I had to he, use the season tickets. He, he laughs at everyone outside the gate and goes, <laughs> you can't get into the sold-out Browns You game. can't get in. <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> See my empty seats.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,